Welcome back. With all the information of the bandits now safely stored in their memory, or bar a few items the group needed in their possession, they gather themselves, rent a cart, and begin to make their way to the bandit camp. Taking a small break at a vantage point, looking down on the bandits, they decide to plan. Plan A is to try and trade prestidigitated wine to them for Aaron's daughter. Plan B is to set fire to the wine and then murder the bandits. After plan A falls through, the group ignite the barrels and do their best to take out the bandits. However, with Ivani on death's door, Gooey and Captain Flint aren't looking so great, and the fight begins to take a turn, until Little Bird and Kyrie help clean up the remaining bandits and their captain. My name is Ashley, and I play Little Bird. Hi, my name is Bree, and I will be playing Kyrie. Hi, I am Nyx, and I'll be playing Ivani. Hi, I'm March, and I play Flint Bright. Hi, my name is John, and I'll be playing Gooey. So, all of you now battered, bruised, cut up, torn to pieces... Standing there, well, most of you, sorry. Standing there in this just massacre of these bandits, especially Little Bird and Kyrie, who have just witnessed what they fucking witnessed to the bandit leader. You begin to hear a faint sobbing. Little Bird just shrugs, like, it's fine. <laughs> Is that not just Kyrie? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Bandits explode. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I want to go over to Alani and hand one of my uh, healing root salves. Yep. Yeah. five. Well, I was going to say, now that there's no immediate danger, you guys can take a long rest if you want. Let's sleep for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, we're, sure. cry- oh, we're right. crying. Let's sleep. A short rest. Before we do that, maybe check out these bodies in tents. And maybe the person who's crying? <laughs> no, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm chill. I'm... Okay, oh, so yeah. your loop for this fight is as follows. You can divide this up however you want. Four simple crossbows, 48 crossbow bolts, six iron scimitars, two iron daggers. You find a, um, a chest, probably about the length of a forearm, in it is 158 gold, 37 silver, and 295 copper, 15 bottles like corked, still undrank of ale. Uh, the bandit captain had a rather nice silver necklace on, a nice set of leather armor as well. And, John, you said you wanted to check out the tents, right? Mm hmm. Roll an investigation one. for me. <laughs> That's the natural one. Never mind, you don't find it. Can I help? <laughs> yeah, if you're helping, John gets advantage, so roll Thank again. Usually you'd have to declare beforehand, but... Mm-hmm. Alright, you know. A 21. You find a quite small, probably like jewellery box-sized wooden iron chest with a padlock on it. Is the padlock for... quite old-looking? No, it's, it's quite a recent-looking padlock. It doesn't look super sturdy, but, like, you know, it's there. 
if you search the bodies more, you'd probably find like the key to it. What the AC does leather armor have, actually? Uh, can you wear it? Yeah, that's true. Can you wear it? Um, oh yeah, that that encumbrances you. If you're not proficient in it, it makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm proficient with anything armor related. Nope. Yeah, because you're a wizard. Welcome to being a spellcaster, dude. <laughs> not actually so... a wizard, though. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're a spellcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone gets fun. 31 gold, and there's three gold left over, if anyone wants that. I maybe. Mind, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say maybe uh, Kui would like that for his dastardly plan with me. That would yeah. also make a very nice even 40 GP for me. Sure. <laughs> there you go, there's three extra. Everyone gets seven silver, and there's two left over. And everyone gets 59 copper. Meanwhile, all of you see, like, this husk of a person coming back out of the forest. <gasps> Gold! <laughs> hey, well, I'll take you. Three silver, sorry? Sorry, what? How much extra silver was it? Two. I'll just hold on to that. Guru's gonna come out with, like, the box above their head and just say, Find key, please. So, uh, what's um, Gary doing? Uh, recovering from trauma. Uh... Perfect. Um, Avani slumbers towards you with his hand, hands out, and he's just, Heal me! Carrie <laughs> 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 would probably just say, like, a, a bloody disfigured Avani and just be like, Corpse! <laughs> and then just put out uh, a hand and cast cure wounds heal seven oh. <laughs> thank you I don't think you'll be like that anymore <laughs> I think you'll be a bit fine oh, oh thank you yeah. oh, oh, thank you my dear oh, and just lie on the ground recover for a moment I would like to give uh, any one of my healing results as well just so they can you know have it. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you, little bird. Just, oh. it, just put it on your chat while you're on the floor. Just pat you on the head and walk away. Who is near the bandit captain? Me. I'm probably near it. I need you to the roll. No. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back up revenging his balls. <laughs> My balls! <laughs> I'd love to see him try. <laughs> Can you make an investigation check? Okay. Is it advantage because we're both or? Uh, no, both individual. Make an okay. advantage. Uh, uh, make a check. Uh, 17. Oh, that's a sad too. Uh, don't worry about the modifiers. Okay. Bridge, you find a rather ornate looking key. Yuri, I have not found the key. I have not found the key. Waving a key above my head. <laughs> waddle over and just kind of like hold out a hand to take the key. Kyrie's gonna look very upset, like puppy dog eyes, and just sort of like plop it and give his hand. Okay, I'm just gonna so put the box down, open it, and flick it open and see what we have. Inside of this uh, box, there's like a cushion on the bottom, and in the center. You see, like a bundle of uh, like purple velvet cloth. Looks like there might be more to it. Can we 
back to the cloth, like pull it out and see if it yeah. has any inside, inside the cloth is a hollow glass ball about the size of a tennis ball that's like teeming with uh, red magical energy. And there's a note that says, Please, dear God, do not drop. Does Gurin know what this is? Or has an inkling of knowing what this is? Uh, do you have detect magic? Um, I do not. I was just wondering if there was any, like, if they've read anything about anything like this? It's similar to your kind of magic. I have detect magic. Oh! I mean, I'll tell you what it. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, if only I had a certain thing worth a hundred gold, I could tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> I would like to cast detect magic. Okay, give me a moment. I imagine, like in story, like Alberta sees Gooey holding up a glowing ball and it's like, "Fuck! What the fuck is that?" <laughs> it is. Uh, the school of magic is evocation. Oh, okay, do not drop this. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit say that. Make it dexterity um, saving throw. You can <laughs> tell that stored within this little glass ball is an explosion spell of quite a high strength. Um, a 60 foot explosion that does 6d10 damage. <laughs> unless a dex save of 15 is passed. If you pass, you take half the damage. We have got a nuke. Yes. Usually 15. Yeah, if you drop it and it explodes and you're in that 60-foot cone, you have to make it or suffer 10 d- uh, 6 d10s. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't think... the. How should I say this? I think someone responsible should have this, probably. I don't think any of us would. <laughs> What's the Give it to Captain. <laughs> Store it in my body for safety. Oh. No, no, no. We sinks to the floor and just explodes. <laughs> you know what you did to those cherries and stuff when you first met each other. Imagine putting an explosive glass ball in your hand. I don't know, it would just be in my head. You put it in your hand, just like, I like your cup, G. Slap someone with it. (laughs) (laughs) What Gooey is thinking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Would Gooey... That's the thing. Would Gooey have a... After sort of... If Lilbert explains what it does... I mean, I'd try. Would Gooey have an idea of how much much this thing could sell for? Uh, Probably not, no. It's a nuclear bomb, dude. Sell it. (laughs) Can I... Steal those two iron daggers. I don't think it's stealing if people are dead. Yeah, it's well, up to you how you provide the loot. Taking it from everyone else. I don't want anything from that loot other than the money, so. I'm, I'm gonna take a scimitar and the daggers then. Six fucking scimitars. As you guys are dividing up the loot, Zatesh comes riding down on the carriage. Uh, on the front of the horse is a bandit dead, slumped over the top of it. Yay! There's another six silver on them. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say gonna there's another six it. bandit. Zatesh <laughs> <laughs> so, so killed someone. Yeah. Well done! She looks at you all and she's like, 
I did it. I protected the car. You can see, like, the front of, like, one side of her face is, like, covered in blood splatters, and she looks very visibly shaken, like she's still grasping the dagger. Since Basket's on her person, I'll just kind of get Basket to sort of, like, nuzzle their head against her neck. She's still very tense. She just killed a man. Get over it. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. You did so well. I protected the car. Good. Oh, three seconds. Nice job. Oh. <laughs> Ironic's crying blood. <laughs> it wouldn't be, yeah, it wouldn't be too far fetched. True. Would it be a bit too much for, um, oh, one second. Let me just. Be... Whoa. Oh. Oh, oh. Would it be too much for me to disappear into the void? <laughs> yes, actually. Um... It's actually illegal, sorry. I do find for it to be very funny for us to sell it to a shopkeeper and then the shopkeeper immediately drop it. Fuck, <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> While inspecting it, like, hmm, what is this? I cast grease. <laughs> <laughs> is the silver necklace anything significant? So no, it seems to be a silver else. necklace. Like a silver chain necklace. Is anybody going to take the ale bottles? Because Gooey would happily hold onto those for something. I think Vani uh, <laughs> would like those sil- the, the silver necklace. Do you want My anything, one. Captain? Uh, Captain? I think I'm good with uh, the gold, the money I have from it. I'm fine. Is it worth holding onto the extra weapons and stuff? It's a lot of weapons car. for a small bird to carry. <laughs> but I, I'll, I guess I'll take. If nobody's gonna take the crossbow and the bolts, I'll just take them all. Like I'll just yeah. take the crossbow and all the bolts. You probably are the strongest. You probably carry the. Rest we could of probably the just like throw the scimitars and the crossbows in the cart and sell them when we get back. Yeah, you'd have to walk alongside the cart on the way back, so it would take slightly longer. But you can just throw all this in the cart. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll just take the silver necklace and be happy. Captain, can you make an investigation check? Oh, shit, okay. Uh, uh, that's a 14. You notice the back, uh, the, like, top doorway to one of the TP huts kind of open a bit and a little eye poke out and then a bit more of the face poke out and look around and then close again. I'm gonna go investigate. Walk over. Okay. As you pull open the uh, top doors, inside you can see a small girl uh, dressed in what looked to be, all things considered for commoners, a quite pretty dress, but it's been ruined by mud and it's been torn from travel and stuff like that. Um, a young human girl, slightly curly. Uh, dark brown hair that comes down to her shoulders, uh, blue eyes, a uh, little bit chubby. Um, have they gone? Uh, yeah. Don't worry, you won't have to deal with them. We're we're here to help you. You you're covered in blood. Yeah, be like that sometimes. Don't worry, they won't bother you anymore. Oh. Okay. Do, do you know where my daddy is? Uh, what's your dad's name? Daddy? 
No, the the one. Okay, you know what? That's fine. Uh, how old are you? I'm, I'm five. Oh god. Okay. Right. I will have to watch my language. Um, you can come with me, and we'll make sure that we get you home to your dad. Okay. Okay. I promise you, we're we're not gonna hurt you. Actually, the best thing for you to do is when, before you get out there, close your eyes. Just don't open them, and then we'll tell you when you can open them, okay? Uh, okay. She puts her hands up in front of her face. Uh, I'm going to take one of her hands just to lead her out. Okay. Um, yeah, she's got one hand covering. You can feel this, like, cold little hand kind of pressed into Captain's. I'm gonna pick her up, just like carry her. I'm strong enough. She's only five. Yeah, as you go to pick her up, she kind of. Ah! But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I go out of the uh, the tent, and I'm like, guys, we've we've found the kid. She's okay, I think. You're gonna oh, look at this and just be like telepathically, like, "Fuck, it's an actual child." No swearing, you lot. Why she can't hear me? Even if it's telepathic, no swearing. <laughs> no swearing. This, uh, this is the Have any reaction? Uh, Kyrie's just gonna have more trauma and flashbacks to the time where the kid was just crying and screaming in our arms. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie is traumatized. Just by children. <laughs> yeah. So, like, any. Part of the cart where Captain is with the child, Kyrie be like will be at the opposite side. Well, because you've got all that stuff in the cart. Yeah. So like most I, of you are gonna have to walk. Kyrie is happy walking the opposite side. Drive the horse. Okay. Zatash is in the cart, uh, helping you load all the stuff onto it as well. Before we leave, um, if there's nothing else to be done with the tent. I would like to use the remaining of the, um, what's it called? Wine and moonshine. And just burn down everything. Ooh. You don't want to take a long rest? That can, that can wait. Alright. How close the tents to the very obvious wood forest? <laughs> Probably about 15 foot. Yeah. Good. Mass burning we are doing yeah, yes <clears throat> i really hate these focus no swearing no oh so sorry <laughs> oh, no no. Swe- <laughs> we've a child i'm just swearing constantly telepathically in everyone's head <laughs> like do it say cunt 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 say it say cunt <laughs> you want squirrels to die oh is it a funny Preferably not. Okay. Be careful. Trees burn. And then just sort of like tap a shoulder and a body and turn around and walk back to the cart. And I'm actually gonna like sort of point my staff towards everybody and a brief puff of wind is just almost like a jet washer is just gonna use Preston Station to clean everyone else with the blood. Just... <laughs> little bird gets wet and you just see him do the bird shake. And then puff up. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
but Kyrie, oh. Kyrie's head just all backwards. <laughs> <laughs> just slink. Uh, Nyax, are you gonna you're gonna burn it all with the remaining two barrels of moonshine, right? Yeah. Just make a straight d20 roll for me. Will do. It's an eight. <laughs> roll a d12 for me. Oh god. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> As you go to ignite the barrels, um, you do catch all the stuff on fire. Uh, but one of the barrels seemed to have been a bit more tightly packed than the others, and it explodes. A piece of shrapnel flies outwards and embeds itself into your leg. I need you to take 11 damage. <laughs> uh... God damn it. <laughs> I just healed you. I, I was felt, like, if Nyaks get 10 or higher, I'll let them... Wait, you're down. No, 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 not actually damn it, like, oh. my knee. <laughs> I was like, oh, god! Ah, <laughs> uh, success, but at what cost? <laughs> I was like, like if I think. 10 or higher, I'm just gonna let you get away with it. Like, fuck it, and you're like, 8, and I'm like... Oh, D12, Nyax has got bad rolls, and you're like, oh, 11? <laughs> I, I would like to crawl back to the guard. <laughs> Uh, we see this. <laughs> oh yeah, this is in like the cart has backed off a bit, but you watch this. <laughs> Kuri's just gonna sort of turn around. The disc is still up because it lasts an hour, and just waddle over to Avani, crawling on the ground, and just kind of lower the disc. Get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. Ivani, the fire mage, can't be trusted with fire. <laughs> it's not the fire that claim. True. Eventually we'll just waddle over to the cart and just say, He hurt himself again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the first time was not my fault, okay. I guess Kyrie can... Like, Kyrie doesn't have enough spell slots because no resty yet. Can I but, do a thing? Yeah. Um, I want to yank the bit of wood out and just pour one of the healing root salves on it. Yeah. Make a medicine check. That's a big four. Fat four plus two. Um. Roll a d4 for me. Three. Yeah, because I need you to take another three points of damage. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Little man just came up and tried to yank a jagged piece of wood out of your leg, and in doing so, actually tore the wound slightly more. Please! Uh, quickly! Um, you're in so much pain that you're, you're, you're shouting for the player. You're, you're shouting for the actual player. But because of the healing salve, you do regain four hit points. Right. There you go. Six. Wait, please. I beg of you. I I cling to uh, Kyrie in the right. Sport. Okay, okay, okay. Lay <laughs> on hands, regain free health. There you go. <laughs> what was the spell? Lay on hands. hands. I don't have 
a spell slot for cure wounds. We didn't rest. Oh, is um, that a cantrip? Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm, I have a, an idea. Mm -hmm. So, when you cast a spell, Ovani, in his desperation, will sort of mimic you, and he copies every movement, and he sort of repeats them. And now, he casts Leon Hand on himself. Okay. So wait, what does the spell do again? It's an ability, I think. Oh, wait, is it, is it an ability? I, don't, I thought it was a spell. It's uh, used by paladins, paladins with healer hands, so... Yeah, it's not oh. a spell. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought it was a, just a spell. <laughs> oh, oh, that would it, be it really just... cool! <laughs> When it does it, it just taps themselves on the belly. Ah, <laughs> I still try to do it, but I fail. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can do for you. <laughs> Thank you. He <laughs> just gets up on the cart and just opens their bag and hands one of the balls of ale. Maybe need this. Numb pain. I drench, drench myself in it. <laughs> Just shower in it. <laughs> I may not know much, but it's supposed to go in you. It is out through the words. Oh. oh. Okay, I'm I'm gonna just sleep forever. Just throw fucking Ovani on the car. Oh no, I'm I'm sitting on the the disc. The disc yeah. is up for how much longer, John? An hour. It lasts an hour, and I casted it. So we've been 10 minutes before the... However long combat took and however long this has taken. It's got hour. like half an hour left. Okay. I'd say, because you had to loot and stuff like that. We just find this, like, a small space in the cart to throw Ovani in. And second Ovani's in the cart, we're just going to be like, fucking Christ, and then just drive away. <laughs> Can I fly and sleep on top of the cart? It's... A, mm. is, it, is it getting too heavy? The cart would A, probably be too heavy, and B, it's just a couple of wooden beams and some tarp. I'm not sure how structurally sound it would be for you to be on top of it. In full plate mail. Uh, yeah. Yeah, kind of heavy. It's not as bad as it used to be. You know, that, that filling really yeah. made it heavy. Yeah. Oh no, Kyrie's going to be just very tired and just dribbling along still. How... How fast does the cart move? It's going to take you... It took you a day to get here before, pretty much. It's going to take you about a day and a half. That's without a break. We can take a break and take a rest. Camp out. I have tent and other things for campsite. We sleep here or move and go? Kyrie's going to like nod very viciously. That seems like the best option. Yeah. We're just gonna sleep with the dead bodies in the fire. Move, move away from them, and then sleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I don't know what you guys want to do? If that's the case, we will uh, ritually cast on the scene servant, which will take ten minutes, and then once Alistair appears, um, Gooey's just gonna kind of like almost like a. Almost like an orchestra master, just kind of like wave their hands around and the tent starts assembling itself. And Alistair will go off and find some firewood, get the fire going, and essentially, if no one else does anything, we'll just build the campsite for us. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like an idea. 
Why, why is like the most responsible person in the party an apparition? What does simple tasks? <laughs> you leave Alistair alone. I'm not. I mean, this is a compliment. They're the most like trustworthy person. Because <laughs> the rest of us are fucking dumb. Alistair is good friend, but he also brought me glass when I asked for stone. Hmm. <laughs> point. Whoever is tired can have tent. I will take bedroll. I would like to try to hunt for some food. Uh, yeah. Uh, make a investigation check. Survival? Investigation? Well, investigation to look for tracks of animals and Uh, stuff. Okay. Thirteen? You see the tracks of some, like, small rabbits and stuff. Uh, they kind of Going in a northerly direction. You can follow it if you want. I'd, I'd, I'd like to try. Okay, make a survival check. Not 20. Okay. Um, so, after about 10 minutes of walking, you come across, like, a couple of... It's weird. It's almost like the, the burrows of the rabbits have made, like, a little community. And as you arrive, you see a bugbear walking off, like, with a rabbit in mouth. Oh. Uh, there are a couple of ones that have been killed, but like the the bear isn't uh, the bugbear isn't taking them. I'm gonna hide and wait for the bugbear to leave, and then I'm gonna take the spare ones and head back to camp. Uh, you and... watch as it plods off slowly, munching and crunching until it fades into the tree line. Terrifying. Uh, I guess I'll take them back to the camp and try and prepare them. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll just say that like you can eat them. Don't worry, like you you, you know how to cook and eat. You're used to surviving off like whatever you can find. Normally it's dumpster food. Well, yeah, but now oh, it's a rabbit. It's multiple. Ooh. I'll just share them out with everyone. Then yeah. Okay. Uh, you all get long rest. Yay! Yay! You're all healed and get your spells back. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> So while you're sleeping soundly, you notice a familiar warmth on your finger. You know that the ring isn't there, the ring couldn't be there. But the warmth is still there. And it grows hotter and hotter. You feel like it almost begins to glow. Mm. You hear... Voices that you haven't heard before, yet they sound familiar. You hear the voice of the god again, a thunderous NO! The voice is silence. The burning on your finger dims and fades, and you drift back to sleep. What the fuck does that mean? Um, after that, I'm gonna, uh, not probably gonna, like, ask someone else to drive the car and just sit in the back, like, uh, like, in shock. The morning sun kind of breaks through. It's, it's strange. Although the sun is there, it's a very cold morning. Um, the grass has, like, a slight frost on it. Like, even though you're in a rainforest, it's, 
I sleep soundly. <laughs> You're out like a fucking log, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us were. Well, yeah. Kyrie has nightmares of balls exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little bird has very, very time. happy dreams. A ball is exploding. Do we continue to have an internal existential crisis? <laughs> so, what's your plan for this morning? Are you just going to make your way back, or do you want to sit and chat for a little bit, or what have you? Uh... The, um, the girl in question, Jessica, fell asleep in the back of the cart. With the scimitars? Well, I'm assuming that like someone else slept in the back of a cart with her because it got quite cold. Didn't you guys throw me on the back? <laughs> He's taking responsibility for the child. Yeah, would have Captain's a dad now. Mm. <laughs> right. Dad bod captain incoming. Oh, Let's yeah. go. <laughs> right, I'm... Kyrie's gonna be all for just getting back as soon as possible. Agreed. Oh, Bird's gonna jump in the back of the car and ask someone else to drive. Can I try? Just shrugging, like... Motion towards it, like, yeah, go ahead. Make an animal handling check for me, John. Oh, uh, 16. Uh, every now and again, the horse rears up, and it takes a little bit longer, but you know, not that much, maybe an extra like half an hour, an hour. You go through the familiar dirt paths that you once trod with the cart yesterday. Now that there's not the looming threat of the bandits and stuff, you can really take in and admire how pretty this area is considering you're in a rainforest there are no trees here it's just lush plains filled with like plant life and insects and stuff almost like the ground floor at uh, the ground of a rainforest i don't know that if there's no trees it can be a forest well you know what i mean that you know what i mean like the, <laughs> the climate of it is very rainforest yeah it's just rolling hills with thick vegetation and insects making lots of noise. It's quite beautiful. The sun is glistening on all the the dewdrops on the grass and the plants and such. On the way back, you do actually notice a small hut. Um, it looks to be quite ramshackle, but you know, there's there's doors, there's windows. Gooey's just going to kind of like... Almost like an owl, just turn their head 180 degrees. Jessica goes, <laughs> There is Shack up ahead. We stop. Uh, sure. Don't we have places to be? Maybe we can take a, a quick look, maybe. I it's mean, about 20 minutes off the road. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, home invasion. We've already done that once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked out great. We made a friend. <laughs> Just looks very similarly at Zatesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were on about Bullygup, the frog whose home you also invaded. <laughs> All right, look, Do we've got a track. They haven't been plot relevant for like. Ever. Ever. We're gonna avenge their parents and then just never informed anyone in Fapenwall of what happened. <laughs> oh no! I, I guess we'll investigate the hut, but Kyrie's not gonna be very happy about it. 
Little bird is meditating in the back and doesn't even notice. Your cart kind of veers off a little bit, bumping and kind of shaking around everything inside. Um, yeah, you come up to the hut, you see, uh, from in between, like, like, fur curtains almost, like a, a little candle flickering. Gooey's gonna have, um, because Basque's kind of been hanging with the dish uh, around her neck this whole time. He's yeah. just going to kind of have Basket sort of crawl or slither off the dish and like go oh, into um, Gooey's okay. leg. So Tish holds out a hand and puts it on the floor <laughs> so that Basket can like slither down onto the floor. Yeah. Basket just kind of like goes into Gooey's leg. Oh. Into? Hmm. Yeah, into and just kind of like swims up into his head. And then just kind of slowly comes out of the bottom of his, of his throat and sort of wraps around his neck. Terrifying. <laughs> we go now, yes? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we should uh, just take Pretty a quick look. I can imagine yeah. everyone just staring at Gooey's leg. <laughs> <laughs> Wobble off the cart and just see if anyone. Actually, now Gooey's not even see if anyone follows. And just... oh, I follow. I follow. I'll follow. I'll follow. <laughs> Don't take care of the kids. Not me. Not me. Little bird is fully zoned out. So Tish, watch the child. Uh, okay. Protect the guard. You say that, and her eyes get kind of wild. She, like, grabs her dagger again. Her <laughs> eyes stop darting around. She's like, again? You can do it. I believe in you. Um, I, okay. She climbs out the back of the cart, readies her dagger. He's going to kind of hold out the end of his staff and just kind of, like, tap on the fur curtain door. Well, it was knock. a window that was curtained. Oh. Still does it anyway. <laughs> okay. You hear her? Piss off. Okay. Turn okay. around. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just walk back to the guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'll talk first. He doesn't want to be disturbed. What does that stop any of you? Does the shack look like, um, does it look like run down or is it like in a good state? It's difficult to tell. The outside looks a little run down, but the fur on the windows looks very well capped. Hmm. Look, he just wants to be left alone. I, I, we have things to do. We, we, we have the kidnapped child to deliver back to her father. And her father to arrest. Yes. I was just gonna say, as Kyrie and Little Bird are just saying that, I just want to see what Jessica's reaction was to them saying that. She didn't hear. Oh, we're say, we're, we're, we're quite far away. Okay. Plus, for reference, whenever Little Bird replies, it's gonna mostly be telepathic unless I oh, say otherwise. She's also five. She's also a child. Journey time. The cut. I'm gonna be back at the car now. Okay, yeah. you're just gonna carry on making your way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Not much else. 
yeah, you carry on. The the planes start to get a little bit flatter, and there starts to be the occasional tree dotted around. Uh, the trees get more and more dense. The sun becomes a bit more scarce between them because, you know, it's just coming through like gaps in the canopy and stuff like that. Um, before you realize it, it's like 7 p.m. You guys have been walking for a while. As we saw, I've been going along, every little bump and like little divot the cart's been doing, it's almost like someone's like stretching Gooey to the point where he's just kind of like. Gooey <laughs> <laughs> bounces. Just as a question, are we doing. Are we taking off our rations we have for our breakfast for the day? Uh, I mean, yeah. last time would have been the. I'm not su- yeah, I'm not super fussed about okay. um, food stuff. Like, I'm just going to say that, like, you guys pick up rations anyway, like, mm-hmm. when you go to shops and stuff like that. Like, it. In terms of rations and spells, uh, spell components and stuff like that, they are things that are essential. So I'm not really going to have you like actively buy them or anything like that, unless it's like a tavern and you want like a specific meal or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, still, just going to keep a little bit of an eye out as I walk or as I drive the cart. Vani writes in his notebook, just uh, the whole journey, pretty much. Okay. So, yeah. are you continue? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Bruce. I was just going to say, Kyrie, just get some of it, to be honest. Nothing special, just walks. Okay. Um, are you guys just going to carry on adventure? Uh, carry on along? Yeah. Okay. Keep on keeping on. Mm hmm. About another two, three hours pass. You hear Zatesh and, uh, well, everyone but Little Bird, because Little Bird would see it. You hear Zatesh and Jessica both lightly snoring as the cart's moving along. Because you're now at about 10pm. Uh, it is getting very difficult to see through the rainforest. Because there is next to no light, and it is just the occasional bit of like, light from the moon kind of coming through and like a beam. Uh, Kyrie's gonna look very uh, attentively at Gooey. Gooey's kind of like, half of his body is just kind of slumping and sliding away into a puddle. It kind of just casts dancing, just sort of starts pulling out dancing lights out of the top of the staff, sort of puts them up in front of the face, just to keep them awake. Uh, Gooey, question: How can you lift? How far up can you lift your disc? If you can cast another one, that is. How far up? <laughs> Not high. Uh, okay. Why? I have navigation tools. I might be able to find some way out of here if I have, like, a better view that isn't covered by trees. Do you want to fly? Uh, I mean, just get high enough that I can see above, like, out of here. The trees are about 60 feet up. Yeah. They are big trees. 
I don't think climbing would fly. Do you want to fly above trees? Will it kill me if it goes wrong? No. Zero percent chance of risk. You know what? I'll take your word for it. Okay. Alright, let me just pull up something for this. <laughs> what about Griggy 2? Fuck's sake. Gooey straps the tennis ball to your shoe. <laughs> so, um, Gooey sort of like stops the cart for a bit. Um, so brings it to a slow stop. We might not have to move for a bit. You cannot go in direction, but I can put you up or down. Now hold still, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gooey's just going to kind of put the staff uh, to the side and actually take out the small crystal that's in the top. And is just going to kind of place it in front of you and just sort of uh, wave underneath it as if to sort of like mainly gesturing towards your feet and just kind of slowly lifts the hand up little by little by little until eventually you find yourself feeling completely weightless and you begin to just float up and just keep going up and up and up and up and up as I cast uh, Levitate on uh, Captain Flint. Uh, uh, I'm going to quickly, because I don't, I suddenly stopped feeling safe. I'm going to get my, have... uh, my, okay. my, uh, where is it? How long is it? Yeah, I'm going to get my, my hemp and rope out and be like, hold this and just, just as like a safety precaution because I don't trust you. Gooey's <laughs> just hand is just continuously going up, and Captain is just floating further up into the sky. Ah. Little bird just starts hanging off the rope. Oh, you're going to? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, a question: How heavy is Captain? Uh, how is heavy is Captain? I have no idea. And how heavy is Little Bird? Very light, like forty kilos, I think. Preferably need him pounds just with a spell. Oh god. Um oh, god. I think it's double, so eighty. Okay, yeah, eighty eight. And how much does Captain wear? I haven't the slightest clue. Um also just like the average <laughs> human. I think it's like seventy five yeah. kilos. Yeah. Seventy. Round oh, up to a hundred for all the equipment. While this is happening, because Ivani is like stuck into the book. Uh, Kyrie, can you roll an investigation? Oh no. Fuck. Just because we didn't go to your stupid shack, you're gonna make a smart. <laughs> Alright, uh. Allow me to. Okay. Uh, 14. You start to hear rustling. Um, from when Gooey put the lights up, stuff around you began to rustle, and you start hearing a light panting. Okay. The bush pervert. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. (laughs) So over the course of, like, 
literally a couple of seconds, you are above the tree line, and also Little Bird would... Hang on, Captain's hanging. going up over 60 feet in the space yep. of a couple of seconds. My man finna have whiplash. <laughs> Levitate is an action to cast, and that'll be six seconds, and I can raise them 20 feet every six seconds. Oh, that's not too bad then. I get you, I get you. Yeah. But you are now above the trees. And Gooey's just kind of got one hand up and is just sort of like holding you suspended in the air. Huh, I hope Captain <laughs> doesn't have fear of falling. He has a fear of death, um, but... <laughs> he will have a fear of falling. Uh, just don't worry about the death, it's fine. <laughs> it's not the falling, it's the sudden stop at the end. I, I got you covered if you die, don't worry. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to use good work. my... <laughs> I'm going to use my uh, navigator's tools to try and be get a better sense of where we are in relation to everything. It doesn't give me like a specific list of what it is, but I assume it's stuff like a compass and a telescope. Yeah, make a... Uh, just a general d20 check. Okay. Oh, that's a nine. Mm. You're definitely in a part of a forest you've been in before. I'm gonna shout down. I think we're going the right way. It's hard to tell. Pass it on. Like Lopez just rolls their eyes. <laughs> so Curry's gonna ask to wait a minute and pull a torch out of a um out of our explorer's pack and and light it and then uh jump down and cast Divine Sense, where uh, Carrie now knows the location and type of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet, not behind total cover. You don't sense anything. Would I sense Carrie uh, do this? Probably. I would like to use my life sense then. Okay. Uh, within 60 feet... I can sense the presence of any creature that is not a construct, elemental, or undead. Are I you can't... holding... I was going to say, if you're holding the rope that Captain's holding, you're up in the air. I mean, I mean you're only ten feet off the ground, though. That's <laughs> fine. I fell farther than that. Uh, <laughs> I cannot discern their location or type. I can just sense if there is things in the range. How far's the range? 60 feet. There's things in the range. Oh, they're uh, in the bushes. Brilliant. So, guys, anything, anything, anything going on? Smoky Bear's about to be very unhappy with me in the next few seconds. I'm mm. just gonna telepathically send out a thing that just says, "You might have some friends." Only I can prevent forest fires. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Nyax yesterday. Yeah, it, it gets traded throughout the party. Uh, PTSD. Mum said it's my turn on the brain cell. I just sort of put a hand over my head and just kind of yell at him. Come down now? Uh, yeah. That, that should be fine. Okay. Guri just, like, loses concentration on the spell. Shit! <laughs> Wait, you you're dropping, Captain? Oh. And you gently float to the ground as it says on the spell. The spell ends the target gently floats to the ground. So you have a little bit of a, a Howl's Moving Castle situation. <laughs> where you slowly <laughs> kick your way down. 
But you pretty much come straight down in like six six seconds, but it's a gentle float. As I drop concentration, I'm just going to sort of waddle over the side of the car and look over and see Kyrie's looking at something or looking for something. Are we okay? I... I swear I heard something. I... I... We either need to move or we need to stop and fight. There is something here. I just don't know where, but I heard it. I can't sense it, but I heard it. Uh, That's I'm troubling. Just gonna my like, agree with Kyrie and like, There's definitely something. Hmm. The rustling maybe, grows louder and maybe more we focused leave. on Kyrie. We should do. <laughs> we should leave. Uh, Kyrie's just gonna ready her shield. As you guys start to move more, and the torch and the uh, dancing lights follow you, the rustling also follows. Can we Staying at the same distance, but... Okay. Hmm. I would like to yell out to the, the bushes. Who goes there? I yell. No response. Not very talkative, are we? Can I go and investigate it? While we're moving? Oh, we're moving? Okay. <laughs> Can someone take over, please? As I'll, I'll the jump reins. in the seat. Okay. Gooey's gonna kind of, like, stand at the back of the cart. Gooey's just gonna kind of, like, go to the very edge, and then... I use their blind sense to sense up to 30 feet in a radius from them. Um, and essentially, I will be able to sort of roughly tell how many, if they're in that range, how many numbers there are of whatever it is that's following us. In your range? Yeah. You sense about seven large things, but there is rustling beyond that. Gooey just turns white and says, Faster, please. Mm -hmm. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> is, uh, where's Kyrie, actually? Did she jump down? Uh, Kyrie is with the cart going forward. Oh, okay. In fact, idea, uh, I'm going to uh, bring out two more dancing lights and sort of place them all on the road clasp my hands together and make the humanoid form and just leave it there. Is it the glowing? Road. It is glowing. It's 120 feet range on this uh, medium humanoid. Okay. Um, just watch and see what happens. Focus on that. And as the rustling and such grows louder, you start to hear almost like the noise of earth being dug and the light, like, begins to reflect upon something's face. A very large face. You see these large, hooked and jagged mandibles. Big antennas that come off. Uh, four eyes that are, like, jet black and beady. The head comes upwards and has, like, jutting out chitin and spines and such sticking out. You see it's mouth is like gaping open and there's lots of like the little insecty teeth 
How many are there? Gooey sensed seven, but there were more than that rustling. We should run, like, full speed. Mm-hmm. Can... Should be focusing on the larger light source right now. Can I, like, start throwing the weapons what we have stored in the cart out of the cart? Uh, yeah. What you what you getting rid of? Just enough for it to be fast again, so we can all ride in it. That would be probably three of the crossbows and like four of the scimitars. That's so, fine with me. So a crossbow and a scimitar is left then. A cross. Oh yeah, because you already. Well, there's, a, yeah. there's a crossbow and me as well. I'm fine with throwing that out. Yeah, that's fine. As these things clatter on the ground. There's like a rumbling in the earth that goes towards the clattering. Oh, brilliant! I didn't see where I was throwing them, did I? Ah, Where are you throwing them? As far as I can, behind me. I mean, yeah, the the rumbling is still going to where they cloud. Oh, great. So far away from us, please. Just gonna make, like, motion for everyone to jump in the car and drive the horse. I grab the Kyrian dragger under the cart. Oh, I thought we were already moving. Okay. You are already moving. Yeah, but we weren't all on the cart. Yeah. Ew. Another three of these heads pop up and grab the things and drag them into the ground as they bite onto them. You watch as, while they're in these mandibles, they start to melt a little bit as they're being pulled down. A uh, little bit, um... I drive the horse as fast as I can. <laughs> I thought, oh yeah, uh, make a animal handling. Can I have... Uh, 16. Yeah. Easily enough, you start fucking... The horse picks up its pace and is trying its best to carry, what, seven people now? Yeah. And all this loot. It's not moving super fast, but it, it's definitely moving a bit faster. I am very happy to hear it easily enough. I am extremely <laughs> happy. <laughs> <laughs> there is still rustling and rumbling following you. Is it catching up? It's staying at about the same distance. As we go, Gooey's just going to kind of like consistently keep firing off firebolts like at the ground as far away from us as possible, which would be 120 feet just on the path and onto as, the fields. As this heat hits the ground and begins to crackle and make light, you watch as more and more of these things burst and try, with their mandibles, grasping onto the flame fog. Oh, fuck! I still have a torch lit! I'm gonna throw that by me! Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> One of them comes out and grabs the torch before it can even hit the ground, and you watch as all the wood on the torch just disintegrates. Gee, I never liked that torch anyways. <laughs> sorry, we've got more. I feel sorry for the guy in the hut. <laughs> With these things living around here. Probably why you want enough to fuck off. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Rob's gonna write in, Dude in the shack would have told us about these things <laughs> when he originally wouldn't have, just to make us feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was going to tell you about these things. <laughs> uh, he told us to fuck off. Yes. Yeah, so and did. how often do you guys listen when people tell you to piss off? Never. I was expecting you to be like, all right, we'll leave, but can you tell us, like, you know, the easiest way back or whatever? <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys don't care about names. It took you fucking six sessions to learn the bar barmaid's name. So- what uh, would have I, I he don't care about her name. Would he just give us the light to We won't never know. Yeah. Well, we figured that out. He, he's irrelevant now. Alright. Okay. <laughs> <I'm>, um, <laughs> I am sick of every 
NPC in this world, like, unbelievably sick of them. <laughs> I love how you and March are polar opposites of the NPCs. I think that makes me the healthy middle ground. Yeah. But after about another four, five hours of trying to keep up this pace, your horse is getting out of breath. It can't really keep up much longer. Yeah, no, but... I mean, after, after, you know, maybe an hour or so, I think I'd probably slow down and give him a rest. The rustling has stopped. You're now, like, in a more well-lit area. Do we want to bed down for a night and continue in the morning? I don't really feel safe now with those things. Um, when was the last time you felt safe? To be honest, the last few the last few days, not really. That's that's fair, yeah. The Tash is also awake, and guys. I, I, I think it'd be best if we, if we keep moving. I, I don't want to become food for. If we keep the going, the horse is gonna be worn out. Maybe one person can stay up, and everyone else. I'm sleep. happy to take the first watch. I can, I can stay awake for the night, and then I can sleep in the cart on the way back. You're gonna have disadvantage on your shit tomorrow, though, because you don't haven't slept. Yeah, I mean sleep in the cart the second everyone's awake oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm. okay if you guys are gonna like bunker down and stuff uh actually make an investigation check that's a nine okay you don't really notice anything every now and again you hear insects and birds and such but nothing like what's just happened don't like that just but... something uh, a little quick something before we went to sleep could, could we just try and find some more rocks yeah you find seven more rocks general rocks does anybody else have any weird nightmares through the night no. <laughs> morning nightmare. comes as it would little bird very groggily watches the sun kicks one of you awake, climbs into the cart, and passes out. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably kick Ovani or Kyrie. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> Like, before you even open your eyes, the little bird is in the cart, snoring. <laughs> Why does your foot smell like ball sweat? Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry. Oh. <laughs> There's nowhere to bathe. Oh, that's what I forgot to buy. What? <laughs> So, I, I said that they oh, don't yes, really have no soap in this world. They oh, do yeah. bathe, but it's like they don't really use soap. Soap is kind of weird to make, so you could you could invent soap. Well, mm. like said, we we already that's already one of our ideas, and uh, not soap, <laughs> the other thing. We're gonna make it fucking fortune inventing soap. <laughs> People will probably buy it. Onward. Yeah, mornings came. Seems to be. There's a heavy mist in the air, but you're not that far from town now. You're maybe three, four hours. Little bird calls softly in their sleep. Oh, Very sleepy. They slowly reform themselves out of their bedroll. <laughs> Just kind of slide out of the bedroll and from a puddle. It's like it. when you make a rustler's burger and squeeze the sauce out of the packet. Oh. <laughs> yep. Who is uh, manning the horses? You know what, for the sake of it, Satash is manning the horses. I would like to also, uh, at the night, I'd like to like spend some time with the horse and make sure it's okay. Yeah. And make sure he's fed and The happy. horse does seem to have like a slight burn mark on its leg of like acid. But other than that, like... Sorry, I'm okay. going to... I, I need you to know, this is your fault. I'm going to use a healing root salve on him. Okay. Fair enough. I refuse you watch to let this horse rub be okay. the salve. Onto it, the skin around it seems to not be as swollen anymore and kind of settle and not be 
as like raw as it was. Just gonna pet him and make sure he's good, and then yeah. continue my watch, and then everything else. Yeah. Um. After about another four hours, you guys uh, come back over the hill. You can see the windmill at the top that Aaron's in. It's probably about ten a.m. You guys woke up when the sun rose, so. Alright, let's return a child. <sighs> let's get our cash. Drop off this five-year-old. And then we're done. <sighs> Do you need some alcohol? <laughs> That'd be very nice after the day that we've just had being chased by weird monsters. So Tash, when you say weird monsters, guys, uh, that... They're called Ankegs. Um, they tend to come out of the forest at night. They they borrow. They have acid and such. That's why a lot of people don't travel through the forest at night. And you built a town near where they live? Well, they only really come out at night time. And they only really go for light sources, so... Oh, that seems really... But your, your town is like a light... What? Sorry. Oh, this is they what I don't get about. They stick to the forest. This is what I don't get about people on land settlements. The weirdest locations you guys choose to build places. You live in the <laughs> ocean. <laughs> Ocean's safer than, than land, it feels like. No! We'll <laughs> <laughs> see about that when we get to the boat saga. Uh, wait, wait, What's wrong wait. with boat arc? Oh yeah, there's a boat arc planned. <laughs> What's wrong with acid? It hurts. <laughs> it's cool, yeah. Um, the thing about the Ankeg are um, that their mandibles apparently grab you and then they spray acid across your entire body to make you easier to eat. That is Lovely. correct. That's horrifying. Yeah, there's a reason we don't go into the woods with torches and stuff on a night time. You guys you need a big old sign. You could have told us that before. I was asleep. Fair. I woke up to everyone panicking and the cart going a million miles. Well, not a million. Yeah, well, million you could have told us before we entered the forest. I wasn't expecting you to carry on into the dead of night. We are all safe now. Also, do none of you spray acid to dissolve food? Not since last time I checked, no? No, I don't think not I do. Not since the incident. Uh, oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, but need to research me at some point. Anyway, child. <laughs> yeah, the kid. I'm gonna pick Jessica up. just looks very startled by the news of what she missed while asleep. Gives me knock on the front door of <laughs> the windmill. Okay, as you knock it, the Goliath is there again. He's kind of rubbing his face with his giant hands. He's like, What one? We have child? Taker, please. You... We're not responsible enough. You have Jessica? Good morning. Y yes, we, we found her. She's, she's alright. As, uh, like, you know, the door opens properly. Uh, Jessica runs out and hugs this Goliath's leg and goes, Uncle Mogul! 
And he goes, oh, Jesse, and like places his massive hand on the top of her head and ruffles her hair. And he goes, w- one moment. He kind of picks up Jessica just in one hand and she's like giggling. And he raps on the uh, the hatch with his other hand. Aaron, Jesse's back. Aaron goes, my, my girl, she's back. Comes out, gives Jessica a massive hug, starts crying. Jessica starts crying. Mogul is still holding Jessica in his hand while these two are hugging and crying, confused. <laughs> the uh, the other two come out, the half-orc and the dragonborn, and give everyone a hug. And Mogul wraps his other arm around everyone and gives them a hug. <laughs> Aaron breaks away for a moment. <sighs> right, as as agreed, I shall come with you and turn One myself. One moment, in. please, sir. Oh, okay. Um, Gooey's gonna turn around and just kind of like gesture to Kyrie to sort of like follow them for a little bit. Okay, Kyrie will oblige. Gooey's just gonna kind of. Try find somewhere out of earshot from them and say, You didn't accept the coin to farmers. You are good, yes? <laughs> Kyrie's gonna stand and like look a bit unsure and then say through our eyes, but they're looking to the ground and just be like, I. I do what I think is just I I may have moments of impulsiveness but I I know what is right deep down you are a good bean I know beans (laughs) we have people who are bad this man not bad maybe blame it on bandits instead of him Oh! Thank you for giving me a catastrophic decision to make. Uh, A what? (laughs) A catastrophic decision to make. It is either man goes way, Jessica have no father, or problem already solved and family is happy. You are leader, what should we do? I'm gonna get close to. Hang on, Kyrie's the leader. <laughs> In Gooey's eyes, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh sure. Didn't we say that Kyrie's the leader? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my bad. I'm gonna... <laughs> this is new to Kyrie. Very much not the leader. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to uh, Gooey and uh, get a little bit close and say, "To put a... but someone died on the streets. Hands cut off and everything. They're looking down upon us." Do you believe in the afterlife? Do you know what it means to have... I have almost died a few times, yes. If you want, I can show you how. Oh. I don't think we have time to unpack all that. Right. It drops, drops the ball. <laughs> World resets to zero. <laughs> um, Something to think about, maybe. I will show you all later. And Gooey just kind of walks off and leaves Kyrie with that. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and they'll return to the group. Oh. Take the child, please. We just want cash. The, we just the want child's the already there. That's great. And the cash <laughs> you get from handing in the murderer alive. Nah. Oh. Want to go back and grab one of the corpses and just pop it it, and then that'll be great. No, we won't get the money. And I am not going back. This. <laughs> I am not gonna go back, right, and stab one of those burrowing creatures because I know without any shadow of a doubt it would have murked me. So I'm not gonna do anything. <laughs> Because if you've seen its face, right, that definitely has like an armor class of like 14. It's definitely got like the acid spray is probably like hits for like 6d12, and I have like 21 HP, so it's gonna murder me in one hit. Acid's not that bad. Watch as Gooey melts the child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well. So what's our plan? Aaron looks at you all. Hey guys. I know what I have to do. I'll, I'll come into town with all of you. Jessica is safe. There's my friends and family here. They understand. They were aware of what was happening. I'll come with you. I'm gonna ask him to wait there. And I'm gonna try and bring everyone outside from the group. Not them. If everyone's gonna follow. And, uh... mm-hmm. I think Lollipark just instinctively follows Kyrie. I'm basically gonna say that uh, we have a choice to make, and I, I don't think I have the 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 willpower to make it. I I have my views, but Gooey made me think differently. And basically, like what I'm gonna basically put out is, Kyrie's gonna say that someone died, and like they they're unavenged. It's not. It's not a closed case. They won't ever get their like repayment or like thing of their life, and they won't ever get to see the murder avenged if if we we don't hand this person in. But on the other hand, that all tricks of like stealth and. Trying to lie is probably going to get us caught up in something. In that, we can't pass it off to get the money in any other way. And, uh, but that that child will probably have to go out with father for quite a bit. They'll probably kill him. Um, Idea. And, yeah, uh,. <laughs> Sorry, I just like Gooey. Gooey's just like, just put a fist to their hand and just. Idea. We don't oh. lie. And he gets. I just sort of like leaving. Does he get 
kills. I'm going to be completely honest. I really do not like the, the Peacekeeper's leader. He will just do things his own way, and that'll probably end up on him being killed. No matter what we say, I do not think that there's an ounce of sympathy in that body of his. Hmm. Tricky, then. Idea won't work. Never mind. So, either we don't get paid and possibly live with the fact that a, a murder has not been avenged because of us and we're hiding away with a murder and probably face consequences later on down the line when things happen again because that was only one bandit group with one bandit leader. It could be more and they could cut from them again. And it just resets immediately. And we have to do it again. And more people die. But it's it's a choice that we're going to have to make as a group. And it's not just going to be me. What makes this choice? I believe that we, we are a team. And this is probably the biggest challenge we've had yet. In terms of moral standpoint. Are we... Are we going to hand them in, or are we going to lie? Lying to corpse is the most fun I could ever have. Also, I forgot to add, uh, lying to the leader hmm. will probably not be good for Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine lying to his face. Uh, I'd rather that, you know, we skip out on 200 gold... But, you know, a girl gets to grow up with her dad. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I really... don't... care either way. But I do like lying to cops. Everyone else? Honestly, it it's, it's not really... It's not really my business. What happened, happened, and I obviously think it's wrong what happened, but but now it's out of my hands, really. I'm fine either way. It is I... a fair point. If afterlife is real, he won't be happy either. What he did was wrong. Hmm... <clears throat> I have ideas to make it less painful oh. for Jessica, at least. But I think hmm, justice also good, even I mean, if it is bad. I hope your plan does not involve assets of any kind. No. <laughs> Good. Oh, the murderer was down this pathway. Leads them to, like, the boring beasts. <laughs> and then shines a million flashing lights at them. <laughs> That's a good plan, actually. <laughs> but we are also murdering peacekeepers in the process. 
And um, also, it's a downside. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I actually. Little think... bird, cop killer! This one goes out to all our sure. ACAB podcast fans. Jesus. <laughs> right. We should be honest. It is best policy. Mm, that is Since true. When? I'll have you know the best policy is free refills. <laughs> yeah. Gimme, why do you make that? Why do you have to make this so difficult? <laughs> I mean, <sighs> it's not difficult, is it? Like, just because Kyrie doesn't have a fucking moral I, compass. I don't do follow mean? the contract. What <laughs> do you mean? What do you literally mean? <laughs> no, I mean. The choices are, we either follow the contract, or we lie to the cops. You lie to the royal guard, which uh, yeah, possibly get which ourselves basically every ends major in death. And possibly get ourselves hung for treason. Yes. So it's either... I'm gonna cut it short, he dies, or we all die, including well, he's him. dying. Yeah. <laughs> if it's him or me, bud, it's him. Mm. Okay. When you put it like that. Because Honestly, Rob's yes. later on down the line is going to be like, <laughs> mm, the Royal Guard Paladin, he's going to stand in front of you. Try to hit him. Go on. He's got an armor cost of 2 billion. Oh no. <laughs> he breathes bad breath at you. Oh no, that is horrible for you. Uh, rule 6 saving throws. <laughs> and not just for the first nose. blue. That's Kyrie okay. is probably going to be just brutally honest and say that we can't lie. Look, look, if you don't you can't decide, put it to a vote. Okay. I'll vote last. <laughs> All in favor of turning the guy in. Yes. Yes. No objections. That's yeah. not an answer. <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying I'm fine with that. That's what I'm saying. No objections to that. Okay, so that's three yeses and an out and has abstained. <laughs> but sure, I guess. <laughs> if you take it that way. So it's a, so it's a yes. It's a majority. Oh, shit. We're gonna go back into the the windmill, I guess, and just take him away. I suppose and make him confess. Aaron looks very solemn. He says, I I understand. It's it's what needs to be done. He gives Jessica a kiss on the forehead and kind of looks at everyone. He goes, Don't worry, you'll, you'll see me all soon, I promise. It won't be that long. You're gonna die? Kind of walks away. He more meant like, you know, he'll see them all in the afterlife. He climbs into the back of the cart, pulls up a hood and just kind of looks down. Maybe if he's honest, I'll... Be lenient? What if we prison break? Just break him <laughs> out. We oh. we do enough things that should be illegal. I don't think we need to add more to the list. <laughs> At this point, it's probably about midday as well. Ooh. I'm just gonna slowly get us into the. If we want to make this a little bit better, we could probably push for our lighter sentence. We could we could. Tell them that he's been cooperative and he's doing this of his own volition. 
Um, yeah. And he did it because he didn't have a choice. Mm. He did it for his kid. This is all true. I cannot lie. Okay, well, we'll, we'll go to turn him in. Um, get up on the cart. He's going to take out one of the, like, 11 rocks and just find one of them and say, Here, hold this. And Whoa. think about everything you want to say to Jessica. Is that to Aaron? Yes. He grasps it tightly and, like, holds it against his chest. You can hear him, like, mumbling some things. Once he's done, I'll just sort of, like, ask to have it back. He he hands it over willingly. Okay. I'm going to keep that one separate from the rest. Okay. Got really morbid. Holy shit. So you guys make your way back into town there. At the gate that you're coming towards, it should be the south gate. Isaac's leaning on the wall. And he goes... Everything get along okay? I'm just gonna make a fart noise at him. You all look pretty <laughs> downtrodden. Rude. Bad cop. You know it. Oh. <laughs> Everything go okay? Did you find the murderer? I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna stop the car. He's walking alongside it. You want to talk about this somewhere private, or...? I just turned my head to the captain. Oh, look at me. Literally just going to shake my head at him, like, no. Ozak kind of pulls himself up onto the side of the cart so that he's not walking anymore. He's, like, hanging on with one arm, and he's like, so, we going to talk? I'm just going to push... I forgot gonna... her name. Aaron. <laughs> this is the guy. Aaron looks up and he's like, Yes, it was me. Oh, Zach kind of looks at you and he goes, Fair enough. Good job. You. And he grabs Aaron by like the collar and lifts him up and hops off the back of the cart and he's like, We'll deal with you in a moment. You seem compliant, so stay there. Uh, I mean, the second he grabs Aaron, I'm going to stand up and try and get in his way. Okay. Uh, is that like an intimidation thing or just like blocking him? Mostly just blocking. You guys wouldn't be conspiring with a murderer, would you? I'm going to pull out my book. Hear, and, hear uh, his story. And explain, like, he's compliant. He didn't have a choice. Everyone has choices. He did it to save his kid. That's still a choice. Don't you have a choice too? He could have came forward, told the peacekeepers. You had a choice not to be a cop, but I guess you fucked that one up too. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that comment, small one. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> he puts his hand on like Aaron's shoulder and he goes, Okay, how's this for a deal? I will talk with the person in question. Tonight, in front of the town, we shall decide what happens. I invite you all to come there. 
And uh, Kyrie's going to be very noticeably irate and say, not in front of the fucking town. Well, he's the murderer. The town needs to know. You can let them know after it's all said and done. Unfortunately, maintaining a town doesn't work like that. They need to see it to believe it. Unfortunately, we're going to have to make reservations. Do you want to rent a place? No. (laughs) Over to Avani and say, I thought we were cooperating. Well, telepathically, I'm just going to say to you, just things change. He reaches into like a section of his breastplate, or pulls out a small bag, and sets it down on the cart. Um, I'm going to write one last thing in my book, and then I'm going to show it to him and put it away. Okay. Uh, but it's literally just going to say, if he dies, there will be retaliation. You wish to go against the crown and its entire empire? I would no, love to. No, thank you. No, not really. <laughs> Little bird, no, now it's not the time. <sighs> Little bird, it's funny squaring up here. Oh, he pushes no. the back forward a bit and he goes, Hold on to this. Things will be decided tonight. You can see more peacekeepers are like coming towards the cart at this point. You can spot at least another six. Take this as a token of my appreciation. We shall decide things tonight. He pulls the cord on the bag and tips it over inside a ten platinum. Kyrie's gonna take it and just snarl at Ozak and basically says, uh, I like the part where you've removed in front of the town. Hmm? Looks like we have a deal. We'll see. He kind of puts his arm over Aaron, starts talking to him, and walks off. The peacekeeper's kind of blocking the way towards him. Just gonna stare down the peacekeepers with a hand on my compassion. Not several, not of them. threatening, just yeah, resting. Several of them have also got their hands resting on the sword. You can see a couple of them like rubbing their hands together, like they're about to start preparing magic and stuff. And one of them, uh, the elf lady, uh, isn't readying a weapon, but she goes, "I would highly advise against this." The crowd has. Uh, too many. Kyrie is gonna be would, very. I'm gonna repeat now. the same sentence in her voice. Okay. Just I would advise against this. Uh, Kyrie's gonna be very boastful, and kind of just reply. The fact that you are so ready is the biggest compliment to us. Thank you. Is it? <laughs> well, yes, it I means that they see us as a threat. I mean, there's six of them to six of you, like... Well, it's five of us, and Zatasha's just hanging out. Well, yeah, Zatasha's there, but, you know, she's seen as a part of your group now. Oh, God, she'll never be a cop. (laughs) (laughs) I think it might be best if we go back to the tavern and, you know, regroup, do a little planning on what we're going to do during this trial, you know? And drink. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I felt that was obvious, but yeah. I would also like to point out that the coin pouch Isaac gave you 
is magically enchanted. It is a magical coin pouch that can only hold coins within it, but it can hold an infinite number and is seemingly weightless. So you never have to worry about the weight of gold or anything like that again. Brilliant, but I don't like them, so I'm not thankful at all. (laughs) It's still fucking super useful, like, regardless. Yeah, showed his head in my hands. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And also, maybe share out coin. In... This is a lot of money. We're yeah. Just, let's well, get off the streets. Yeah, but like, people are desperate on the True. streets and stuff like that. Hmm. Alright, we'll just head back into the tavern, I guess. Yeah, yeah the, the peacekeepers kinda usher you off the cart and say, don't worry, we'll, we'll take it back to the stables for you. I'm gonna say Make sure he pays horse. me for it. He owes me, owes, like, owes me two silver, I swear to God. You have to flip them now. I don't care, it's still money. It's the money out of my pocket. We'll talk to Isaac, don't worry. You better. We'll say um, goodbye to the horse before they take him away. Uh, where, He's a good boy. Stryker is a good boy. Um, where, where would we find you when the sentence is decided? I'm guessing at a tavern? Hobgoblin Saloon, please. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. She gets on, rubs Stryker a little bit, and then starts trotting off, the other five peacekeepers following behind. Mm. As you walk into the tavern, Kalia is there. And she's desperately looking over at you and she goes, Um, uh, did, did you, did, did you find out who did it? She's gonna nod solemnly. Fuck! Ugh. That is out of character, by the way. I'm gonna explain <laughs> in all. She nods and she goes, I understand. Uh, Ozak may not seem like it, but he is a good man. I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll do the right thing here. He's helped me come to terms with Gillip's death as well. If that man dies, you need to know blood will be spilled. I wouldn't advise going against the crown, but I can understand your frustrations. A lot of people keep saying that. I guess that... Well, you need to understand that the Peacekeepers and the Royal Guard aren't just the Marquis of Beat, it is the entire continent of Tria that they are from. Good. I want a war. Oh god. One bird, <laughs> one empire, who will win? You decide! <laughs> it's gonna be like, no, 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 like, birds have won before, emus against Australia. <laughs> yeah, they did. And Australia suffered three deaths. Funny. Okay, maybe not so funny, but still. <laughs> um, I think she need she needs to know why he did it. Well, uh, Little Bird already said that they explained like in full. Okay. In yeah, like the entire situation. Right, right, okay. 
are you guys just gonna sit, drink, and eat until the time comes? Yeah. I'm gonna sit and talk and eat, and then I wanna head over to Dooley. Okay. I was uh, gonna say, okay. what time of day is it? It's about 1 p.m. now. Okay, cool. Mm, okay. Um, as you get to Dooley's, the windows are like closed. Oh, it's not. You can't see it. Yeah. Oh, it seems well. she's gone out for now. Oh, well. I'll just leave her then. It's fine. I just wanted to ask about the ring. But, yeah, that's fine. Do you all have anything else you want to do before the event? Yes. Yeah? Uh, I mm. want to ask, is Ozak still... If Ozak is still, in, like, staying at the tavern? No, he's not. Fuck, okay, never mind then. He did that just for, like, that night to keep an eye on you guys. Alright, okay. Ignore me, then. Oh, there is something I was thinking about to do. Mm. Okay, so uh, Avani would take a chair and just put it in the corner somewhere where not too many people are just being or uh, looking. Mm. And we'd like to take out the silver ring that we got. It was a silver ring, right? Silver. It's a uh, silver necklace. Necklace, sorry. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah. Necklace. Um, is it like a bland necklace or does it have text it's, on it? It's just a, a silver chain necklace. Hmm, okay. Yeah, um... Hmm. I guess for now I just put it on. Um, I had some ideas for it, but that can wait, I guess. Yeah. It's just a plain silver necklace, like yeah, yeah. But I wanted to do anything when you equip it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was just gonna do something with it. Okay. I guess for now I will drink and drink. Gooey, uh, Kyrie, are you two doing anything? Uh, I am drinking very hard. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two things I want to do. Okay. First thing, uh, Gooey's going to just kind of like, um, just wait a minute. I will be. Is Zatish still with us? Uh, no, Zatish has gone home for now. Okay. Um, Gooey would like to try and find a jeweler's. Uh, make an investigation. 24. <laughs> or all the 19. Uh, yeah, after asking around, uh, even asking a couple of peacekeepers, they look at you and go, there isn't a jeweler here. There used to be one, but um, they moved on probably about three years ago. Hmm. Uh, if you're looking for a jeweler, though, uh, there's occasionally, uh, I don't think he's here today, but at least once a week, there's a little uh, market stall that pulls up. Uh, he's not due for another uh, probably four days, five days. I want to do something with this. I pull out the shard of glass from the dish's window that Alistair gave me. Um, okay. Uh, it'd probably be best to ask the jeweler. Okay. When he shows up. Okay. I'll just put the glass shard back into a side pouch on my backpack. Sorry, we can do more help. It's okay. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Poggers. Uh, Poggers to you and yours as well. Oh, no. Uh, no. 
<laughs> Ash is like, no, yes! stealing my lines. <laughs> um, and so returning back to the t- uh, just out of curiosity, do we? We haven't paid for a night here, have we yet? It's all on tab at the moment. Okay. Um, Gooey's just gonna kind of like walking back, um, walks back to the tavern. Obviously, Zavani's sitting on their own and just kind of goes up to his room by himself. So, sort of playing around with the stone that Aaron they gave to Aaron, yeah, and places it on the ground and sort of gets basket to kind of like almost coil himself around the stone. And I'm going to sort of slowly drip a sing a let me see here. Gonna take out five gold mm-hmm. and slowly drip into stone and imbue it with uh, find familiar. Okay. As like a single scale of basket kind of just like scatters and the stone turns to like a teal colour with a small little tiny rune in it. Okay. And then yep. And after about half an hour, we'll then go downstairs and join everybody else in drink. Oh yeah, um, I forgot to say this, but whenever I drink something, I use pressed vegetation to, to make it into water. <laughs> okay. Gooey's not doing that. <laughs> Gooey's trying every, like many different kinds of alcohols. Just for well, fun. sure enough, the next couple of hours passes. Peacekeeper comes into the tavern, gestures you all outside. You can see a couple of other people walking in the same direction to where you guys are accused. There's several like lanterns lit and hung, uh, like in a straight line on either side towards not stage but the stage essentially. The moon is kind of coming up from behind. Ozak is there, and so is Aaron. Hud down. Uh, not bound in shackles or anything, but in front of Ozak. There's a fair few people. There's a lot of peacekeepers. And as you guys approach, he notices and gestures one peacekeeper to walk over to you. The peacekeeper walks over, leans into Captain, and goes, Um, Ozak had a few words for you. Uh, uh. First of all. He slides the two silver to you. Oh, thank God. Thank you. Uh, Secondly, to avoid any retaliation, um, if this person has connection with bandits and such, which it doesn't seem he he does, minus information trading, we, the peacekeepers in the crown, uh, will be the one to tell the crowd that we found the murderer, rather than putting all the heat on uh, your small group. Um, The 10 Platinum were a a thank you for job well done and for letting us do this. And that I think you will all agree with what Ozak has decided to do. And he just walks away before you can respond. Ozak noticing the Peacekeeper coming back stands up rubs his hands together and claps them and all the candles <laughs> turn into a blue flame before you today we have the murderer of Gillip 
you watch him make a couple of signs in the air as this very, very pale blue bubble grows across the stage. What I have just cast for you today, my lovely audience, is a zone of truth. I know that many of you wanted the head of Gillip's murderer. But I ask you all to hear his story, and then I think you will all agree with what we have decided should be the punishment. Aaron tells his story, breaking down every now and again when talking about his daughter. You watch as a man in all white and gold robes comes out and stands in front of the stage. Before you all today, lovely citizens, members of the crown, travellers, we have a descendant of the crown themselves here to carry out this divine punishment. We have decided, based on Aaron's story, which has been validated to be true, based on the zone of truth, the blessing under the gods, and a promise to the crown itself. We have decided, rather than murdering this man, we will instead wipe his memory of the last two years. So he is no longer aware of his dealings with the bandits. He is no longer aware of the murder that he has committed. And yet, he will be a free man. Memories may seep in. That is as the gods will it, and what he chooses to do with the memories he regains is up to him. Should he regain his memory in full, and decide to come forward again as the murderer, we will have to commence this ritual again. I ask all of you in the audience to pray to your gods. That all goes well, that this man does not remember the atrocities he's committed. Aaron is crying, and you see him reach out into the crowd, and there you see the dragonborn, his friend from the other thing, also crying, hud up, kind of nodding solemnly. Aaron nods back and pulls his arm back. My lord, if you would. And this man in a hooded white and gold robe turns around. Asks Aaron to come to his knees. Aaron comes to his knees. He puts his hand on either side of Aaron's face. And you watch as a warm white light begins emitting from the tips of his fingers. Slowly across his hand. Until a flash of white light bursts across. All the candles (laughs) back to their normal color. Aaron is unconscious at this point. The person takes their hands away. Aaron does have, uh, on either side of his face, five noticeable marks where the fingertips were. The person in the robe bows. A couple of the members in the audience are, like, mumbling. A couple go, like, start clapping. More and more claps come in. The hooded figure walks away. Ozak ushers some peacekeepers to take Aaron off. And he goes... I believe what we did here today 
shows how just the crown can be. This person committed a murder, and rather than adhering to brutal rules of a life for a life, we have decided to instead preserve this man's life, to allow him to return to his family, to his loved ones. And I would like to thank all of you here for understanding this man's situation and for understanding the situation we were put in. Thank you. Ozak gets up and walks away, and that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs> <laughs>